Hello, I'm Meg and I'm here with uh, Joanne. Hello. And today we are talking about personal identity and more specifically gender. Um, and I'm doing this because there appears to be an amazing growth in the rec- like the recognition as gender as a spectrum. Mm. You know, in the past, you know, 10 years, maybe even more, there's been a sort of like a looser understanding and there isn't so many constructs around yeah. who people identify as and I think it would be interesting for people to hear on a personal level what the term genderqueer means yeah and so you're a 19 year old from Surrey and you identify as genderqueer yeah so tell me a bit about yourself and give me kind of like a really like a, a brief definition of gender and what it means to you um okay well I think I never really properly thought about like gender and that kind of stuff growing up. Um, I know my parents were very much like relaxed. They didn't, they weren't very much like, you know, you have to play with dolls and buy pink things and stuff. Um, They would kind of let me do whatever I wanted. And I think also because my dad really wanted a son, um, I think um, he, he encouraged me to be more kind of like tomboyish from as as a child um but I think like for me gender is kind of like I mean it's how you identify as a person um and it really has nothing to do with like your physical features um then like your emotional features I guess Mm -hmm. um it is a lot like more of a an, a deep emotional kind of thing than um it's what you gravitate towards yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly um, it's kind of like if someone asks you oh how are you feeling today and you say oh, i'm a bit sad today it's like or, yeah i'm like i feel really happy today it's kind of what you feel in yourself yeah exactly you know it's it is like an emotional um it's the emotional aspects of who you are yeah and how you decide to express yourself or decide to you know identify yeah so yeah exactly. I think I think that's pretty uh pretty good way of putting it <laughs> and you said you had quite a relaxed upbringing yeah which in a way is it's kind of like a blessing isn't it because yeah. there's people who would feel the same as you and especially with older generations they might not even know this identity exists or, yeah you know have have you ever come across people who don't understand yeah. I'm not really sure because I haven't to be honest I haven't told that many people mm. um like especially not in my family um because the only people I've really told are like my closest friends and stuff like that um and that was before coming to uni. And so I've kind of I've kind of been out since being at uni and everyone at uni has been really accepting. Like the only, like the closest thing I've had was just someone not saying anything. Um, okay. So you explain to them, I'm non-binary. I, I'm neither boy or girl. Yeah. And they just sort of. Yeah, well, you know. I mean, we were kind of having a group conversation about okay. it. Um and then they just kind of went silent and didn't say anything. Didn't about have it. an input. Yeah, and whenever it's brought up, they just don't say anything. 
So, I mean, I don't know. It might like they, it might not actually bother them. They just might not know what to say. Yeah, it could be that, you know. Yeah, and I mean, my mum, when I told my mum... Yeah, she I was, was going to say, did you tell your parents? Yeah, I'm, I haven't told my dad, but my mum knows. Um, and she was, she was kind of like, well, I mean, I don't understand it. Because um, she said the typical thing of, you know... The youths of today are inventing so many labels and so and so on and it's so like forth. It's like a generational divide, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, you know, she was still like, whatever makes you happy, that's cool. Um, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm lucky not to have experienced too much. Like, Yeah, yeah. Um, so when did you kind of discover because that's the way you have to say it really it's not like yeah. when did you decide because it's not deciding yeah, it is it's more of a discovery. It's a discovery um when did you sort of discover that you identify like that um and how did you come across the term and like did that kind of give you like oh that's exactly how I feel did you ever have that light bulb moment where you're like that's me yeah I think so I think um like as a child obviously I thought there was only you know male female um and so I mean it was very much I became a teenager and was introduced to the internet yeah um and started like hearing about all of these different things and learning about them and finding them interesting and looking them up um and finding out that you could be more than just one solid gender I remember thinking I was about maybe 15 16 at the time um and I remember thinking maybe I'm not like 100% female um and so and I think that was kind of like the the starting point for the realization but I I hadn't properly heard of like non-binary um before and then I think the past I think two years ago maybe um I started seeing more like non-binary people um and I kind of read up like things that they had said about how they felt. And I was like, I feel the exact same way. Um, and it just, yeah, I think once I like fully did like research into it, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Did you feel a sense of relief then? Was it quite a, I don't want to say distressing, but also like, it's, if you don't feel like you know completely how you identify, I can imagine that being a little bit like, oh, I, I don't know who I am in a way yeah um I mean yeah I think it was kind of I think for a period of time I it was kind of stressful um Mm. just not really understanding um like stuff about myself but yeah I can imagine but um I mean overall I think it was kind of exciting kind of having that realization because it's like a second coming isn't it yeah I'm I'm now going to continue on my life knowing who I am yeah because I I was I was like once I realized I was like I can now like properly be true to myself yeah um I think that's great thank you yeah I think that's really cool um so we've discussed how that was for you and so I think you've pretty much covered um how family and friends reacted as well yeah um do you have plans to um because you said coming out it is kind of like coming out yeah um do you plan to come out to more people um what about lecturers and people who you know in the in the workplace yeah um and 
they're you know using the you know a female pronoun or mm. do you sometimes does that get you down or do I don't know the thing is that is something that has been crossing my mind a lot because yeah I just I never know when it would be the right time to like just drop it into conversation um because I always feel really bad trying to correct people on like pronouns and stuff um that like I started doing it to begin with and then just kind of gave up because I don't know it felt like because all the people that did know didn't seem to make too much of an effort Mm -hmm. um to try and change my pronouns um would that be friends yeah I'm mostly friends I think some of my friends did make an effort um and would still like occasionally forget but the majority of people I told just kind of went okay that's cool and then just carried on using the wrong using the wrong pronouns and like carried on as before which I don't think they're doing intentionally but it's it's, they just forget yeah I mean but it's still that um because if they knew you before you said look I identify as non-binary and it would be you know it'd be difficult it's like if someone transitioned it's difficult at first to swap the pronouns over yeah um but it's it's more of like this is why I think if people talk about it more often it becomes more of a commonality yeah um yeah exactly people not you know more accepting but they're more inclined to make that effort because they see it Mm. on the same level level as someone who doesn't feel like in the right sex or yeah because you should really make that effort because I mean, your friends obviously are, but yeah. those people who um, who kind of don't know how to go about it, it's like, if you understood and if you sort of saw it as more of an identity sort of person, it's like, it's like you know, I don't know how, how to put it across. You should just always sort of remember, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think because I've got friends at uni that I kind of introduced myself as non-binary from the beginning which makes it easier which yeah, yeah which has made it a lot easier so I have got that little handful of friends who from the beginning have known me as non-binary and so have always used the right pronouns yeah so I think it is harder for those that have known me for years yeah, yeah. using different pronouns be. and now have to change that but also I think it's easy like meeting new people if I don't mention it straight away because I appear very feminine yeah um that like it's easy to make that assumption mm-hmm. and I think that is that is the trouble is that people just assume based on someone's appearance um what their pronouns are mm-hmm. and like generally like if I was to meet a new person I would use like they them pronouns until I knew what their actual gender was so I didn't misgender See, that's them. interesting because you're you're coming from you as a non-binary person yeah um and I think that's where the struggle comes from with people who are, um, what do you call someone who's not non-binary? Is uh, it cis? Cis, yeah. Cisgender, so yeah. cisgender. So a cisgender person, naturally they're going to assume because they haven't got that. Yeah, they don't, they don't they know. can't relate. Yeah. And also yeah. a lot of them don't know like that there's such a thing as gender queer yeah. or being non-binary. And that, which is why I think it's important to be really open about discussing yeah. and I think uh, I feel like now I don't know what it is like in primary schools now like with sex education um, I don't ever remember learning I remember learning about gay people and Mm. bisexual people I I mean (laughs) I never learned about that did you not no oh well I I think they just brushed over it a little bit yeah no it wasn't um, even 
it wasn't even touched in, yeah i mean we didn't we never learned about transgender or even no. i didn't i didn't even know non-binary was an identity until yeah. a few years ago mm. and i'm 21 now like it's you know but if if you know children especially i think it will change because we are you know i think we're the generation of change yeah the generation of change yeah. so i think once children start learning about it and it's more like it's more open yeah it's like it's going to be like a complete different vibe in a few yeah. years no it's, exactly. it's not going to be so difficult for people to get do you know yeah. what i mean but yeah I just think it's really interesting. Yeah, and also like children are very open-minded, so I think hundred percent. Yeah, um, it'll be easy to kind of influence their generation to be more open-minded, like yeah. as they grow up to yeah. stay open-minded. Completely, completely. So now we're on that. I've got a question here. I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Um, have you seen you know the parents who are raising their child genderless? I haven't seen too much about it. Well, there's a, um, I can't, I think they were from Canada, but I um, I think the kid is called Zuma and they don't give them, you know, gender construct, which is fair enough, but they're also not giving them a gender. Right. They're allowing them to be raised non-binary. Okay. Which I thought was interesting, but I wanted to get your take on it and whether you think that's a, a good thing to do um i mean i think it like aspects of it is yeah. like really great like basically giving the child to dis- uh, the chance to decide on their own i definitely like the idea mm-hmm. but i think uh, hmm, i don't know i think i get it's what you're difficult. trying to say i saw it as um I think it's a really great idea and yeah and the importance of it is there but I started thinking um in terms of identity I mean it's kind of like if you allow the child to like obviously gender constructs like let them play with whatever toys they want to play with don't make him do ballet don't make him do football you know that kind of side of it is great because every child should have equal opportunities to do whatever they want yeah but if you're kind of raising a child without without a gender i feel like it's giving them like no identity it's kind of like you should give your child an identity yeah but just constantly remind them like if you're not okay with your identity you can always change it yeah yeah which is i thought i thought and it's interesting that you kind of think the same as what i thought because i'm cis and you're um like non-binary yeah i think it's interesting that we both saw it the same Mm. way but um because i think like children should be taught about all the different genders from a young age and so I mean if the child had been taught about all these different genders they would be able to like know more um where they stand yeah on their own gender um so they wouldn't need to be brought up genderless yeah um I feel like it's something that like would be sorted out if every child was just like told about all the different types of genders and um the spectrum yeah the spectrum exactly um from a very young age that they can just kind of figure out their identity earlier on yeah so they don't have to go through the uh 
same angsty teenage struggle as yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly as a lot of us exactly I know that Nicola Sturgeon, Scotland's first minister, pledged that legislating for non-binary recognition would be important in her next parliamentary term as equal marriage was to the last. So she's kind of saying, I'm going to make it as, you know, top of the list as equal marriage. What do you, what do you, that was in 2017. Like, what do you think in terms of what the government government can do to make every aspect of life the same for those who are non-binary like, what do you think they could do do you like first would you come across situations where you're you're not sort of you know it's like no i mean now they can say okay male female rather not say you know like yeah. the gender boxes yeah what do you um what do you think could be done to make things more equal um i mean it's Firstly, I didn't actually know that, um, mm. so that's that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like in particular, the things that I've noticed, like it's really basic things, like obviously toilets. I always have mm. to go in the female toilets, um, because I mean, obviously, I wouldn't be able to go in the men's toilets, <laughs> um, mm. and be able to pass. Um, but I understand how that's frustrating yeah because it's I feel like there should be because like on campus here um there are a lot of like genderless toilets Mm -hmm. um and I feel like yeah I feel like there should be some form of like integration between the two do you do you ever wake up feeling more feminine or more masculine oh yeah absolutely so say say one day you felt more masculine like i really just want to go into the guy's toilets yeah it's not it's not easy you know you can't just be like Mm. and also like i know other people who um are trans and aren't out yeah um and so they have to go in the wrong gendered toilet because obviously because they're not out they can't out themselves whereas if there was an option It'd where it, they didn't have to pick between a gender to just go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. I would. I feel like that would really help, like just to make people feel it's better like, about it's a themselves. Small, it's the smallest thing. Yeah, it's just going to the bathroom. But also, like I noticed because I was in hospital um, like a month ago or so, um, and in all the forms, like you have to put down your gender, and it is just male, female. Um, and I feel like they ha- should have Other. separate options. They mm-hmm. should have like your sex which mm-hmm. is you know your reproductive organs mm-hmm. as such which shouldn't just be male and female because there are obviously people that were born into sex mm-hmm. that have both yeah um i guess i could just tick both boxes <laughs> <laughs> um but i feel like it should be split into two sections as to your sex and your gender because yeah. they are two very different things because that's what i think a lot of people don't understand is that you know your your reproductive um organs although biologically you would be um you know or male or female doesn't mean you have to say i'm female yeah you know which is where i think a lot of especially with the older generation a lot of the confusion you know or yeah. like or like but what about you know but you're a girl or you're a boy you know it's yeah. that's where that comes from is it's like um, with sexuality, people think um, if you're 
you know, trans, if you transitioned into from a male to a female means you're yeah. automatically attracted to men. It's like, no, because they could become a lesbian woman or, yeah. you know, it's... Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, no, exactly. I've got a friend who's a trans male and he's dating a trans male as well, I think. Oh, cool. So that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. So I think there's loads of different elements that people... And as soon as people start realising all the different situations it's just going to be so much easier yeah. for everyone. I think it is just, there's a lot of the world that is very ignorant. Exactly. That's all um, it is, it's ignorance. Yeah. And I feel like there's still a lot of people that don't want to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there's also a lot of people that would make an effort, but they just don't know um, and just aren't aware of things. Which is why it should it's not of, so mainstream. Yeah, exactly. It should be infiltrated into the mainstream more. Yeah. Even even stuff like having a non-binary character in a TV show, or yeah, you know, it's just so there's there's people that have started getting into the public eye, mm-hmm. and are trying to drag more attention and then like inform more people about it, stuff. It's starting the discussion, yeah, that there should be. So, I think we've touched on this pretty much throughout the whole thing do you think there's a solid understanding around gender as a spectrum and what being non-binary is um i mean i think a lot of people understand that gender is a spectrum now um and like i like for example my mum was the one that said it to me like i hadn't mentioned about like the gender spectrum or whatever to her Hmm. um but she came up to me and she was like, yeah, I don't, I feel like nobody is like 100% female or 100% male. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it is a, spe- a spectrum um, between the two. And, you know, some people can be moving around the spectrum all the time. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's not something that's very well known. No. Um, but it would be something it's like the easiest way to explain it definitely and it would just be so easy to just even just like put it out on the news or something like ridiculous Mm -hmm. yeah just to inform people so they know and it's like um so you've got the gender spectrum and then there was there's people recognize sexuality as more of a spectrum instead of just you know i'm straight or i'm um, gay or I'm bisexual it's like yeah no, you know there's, there's you can just like anyone really yeah. and not be given this specific um you know kind of sexuality um yeah how do you go about dating do you go dating do you like um well I mean I'm in a relationship at the moment cool um I feel like I mean I've kind of identified as a lesbian most of my life yeah um the thing is it's like initial attraction Mm -hmm. i am more attracted to women also guys private scare me um Um, they can be quite scary (laughs) yeah it's a bit intimidating um but yeah i mean basically i can like i'll be attracted to women but then once i've formed a connection with someone it really uh, doesn't bother me what gender they are. So you did 
fall for a guy yeah you'd like you're like okay it's just it's more of an emotional connection yeah yeah so what would you say to people who don't get who you are don't get your identity and don't who wouldn't accept you what would you say to them um I think at the end of the day you know it's it's been a journey kind of discovering my own identity and I'm very much happy um in my own skin and as who I am um and I think that at the end of the day you just need to do more research to be honest um and if someone doesn't accept me then I don't I don't need to listen to them um because at the end of the day the negativity is in their head not mine mm-hmm. um so the negativity negativity is going to be bringing them down because nice. I'm just yeah. sitting here being happy being me and you don't need those people in your life no exactly I think that's a pretty good answer <laughs> thank you <laughs> right so I think we've covered everything so I really I just want to say thank you for being that's so right. open and honest because that's how that's how these situations become better for people is when yeah. people educate and are open and I think you've done a really really good job of that today yeah and thank you for being thank you. thanks for being you <laughs> <laughs> thank you so yeah